tomorrow, right? So um, I'm really conflicted because I feel like I've had this test and I shouldn't go into work. But now there's no time. We have no subs out there. There's no subs in the schools anywhere. I mean, it, they're, yeah, they're, they're an endangered species, right, even with right. them lowering the requirements for subs. I mean, if you're not a uh, registered sex offender, you can pretty much go and be a substitute teacher right now. I mean, that's what the, the requirement is. So I have something to fall back on, if I... Yeah, go ahead. Nice. And then, um, so um, so we, you know, I, I'm, I can't, it'd be tough to leave my teammates with no sub, even with sub-rotation, because I do sub-rotation, it seems like every day or like three out of five days a week we have to cover for teachers that are out for a variety of reasons, because, you know, life doesn't start, stop, but, you know, and they keep sending me down to kindergarten and first grade, I'm like, fuck, evil hobbits everywhere, I'm going to go in this room, it's the small children, oh my god, this is life in hell, <laughs> I don't know which is worse, COVID or me having to substitute in kindergarten, it's pretty much a toss-up for me, Yeah. Um, anyway, so, the test results do not come in Friday. And they don't come in Saturday. So I've canceled all my plans. I'm not seeing anybody. I'm like, you know, even though I didn't go in there for this and, you know, I just feel like I got to do the right thing. Uh, so we had to cancel Sunday morning, too, because I don't find out until late Sunday night. Yeah. I finally get the call. Yeah, you're negative. I'm like, son of a bitch. Thursday yeah. to well, Sunday night. Sometimes it takes even longer. So. Yeah. I, I'm not even mad at the people. I mean, I, I only told the people that were working there at Dexcare, hey, thank you for going to work today and pretty much every day. And with all the people coming in, that could be very well. COVID is COVID positive going crazy right now. And through the roof. It's through the roof. And the more and, and over the last week, I see more I see more people without masks than with masks. Mm. Well, I think they're like their president and they've just given up. You know, I mean, when was the last time we had a, uh, a COVID uh, 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 news uh, Release from the White House. I mean, we had the news well, release this week for warp speed. So I read but this they morning brought the team together since yeah. October twenty. I read this morning that Trump hasn't been. Fauci said Trump hasn't been in a COVID task force meeting in five months. Five months. Five months. So well, let's that, that's let's leadership, Mike. Yeah. So let's quantify this for a second. Let's go to the nine hundred pound gorilla that's still in the room. Well, and, oh, and throwing well, a temper tantrum. Before we do that. El Paso ordered 10 more uh, cold storage boxes for bodies. For bodies. That's terrible. It's crazy how bad it is. It's horrible. So the 1,000-pound uh, orange grill in the room is gone. He's going to be gone. Yeah, and the orangutan is going to be a orangutan gone. It's pretty exciting. So we watched the election. Um, I know for, you did. We watched it that night. We stayed up very late. check. Mike, are you okay over there? Yeah, Lisa, take Mike's shoelaces. No, it should have been Lisa. Mike, take Lisa's shoelaces. Really, really. Um, but <laughs> so seeing, watching it, and then watching how everything kind of unfolded over the course of a week, it was a trip. Very different election results with the mail imbalance and how that the numbers came in this yeah, time. Yeah, very, very different, very different because the oh, they wouldn't. So the the Trump administration fought to not let Pennsylvania count early ballots before mm-hmm. election day. And it bit them in the ass. Yes, it did. Because, you know, his claims of, you know, widespread oh, voter fraud. Widespread voter fraud. They're still in the election. The Democrats stole Stop the election. Stop the steal is the new uh, conservative battle cry. 
Are they flying those flags at half mast yet, Mike? That's what I want to know. <laughs> in my those front flags on the back of trucks are at half mast. Oh my god! Every time I pull up next to one of those fuckers, I just start doing my Jim Carrey impression. Loser! The fucking million Loser. moron march from yesterday oh. that had about five thousand fucking dumbasses out there, and in DC it got rough, man. It got They're rough in DC. I heard yeah. they were organizing some counter protest. And uh, it went I, down last night, man. There was a lot of violence. Well, I understand you're, you're, you you want to push back, like because they're in your town, they're in your community, and fuck those guys. Hey, you know, suck yeah. it up, Buttercup. You know, it, what are you gonna say? Not my president. <laughs> you know, what's, what's your problem, Snowflake? I yeah, mean, you got throw it all back at him for four yeah. years ago, and it has been fun, and I've kind of resisted the urge to go over the top on it, but. Uh, um, <laughs> I did like Megan uh, McCain's tweet. It said, you know, it was a picture of her father and says, I like people who don't lose, lose Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, I have... I, I have I have not made a widespread post, but I have carefully planted that on several feeds just because uh, I enjoy that. that it's, it's beautiful. But... Um, um, so yeah. we are... So there's some uh, history, history made. First... Woman vice president, first African American vice president, first um, mixed African American Asian vice president. Yeah. Um, and then we have the oldest uh, man ever elected to the presidency, which is Joe Biden. Yeah, then, Jim Carrey's uh, take on that was, you know, I just feel so alive, which is funny because I'm not really that alive. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, it, every politicians are fair game for comedians, but at this point with Trump. Potentially trying to stage a, a coup d'état uh-huh. um, with the Justice Department <laughs> is is and a fucking bar. What a piece of shit. Bar. It's uh, it's dangerous right now, and they're not playing ball with with. It's time to lower Biden. the bar in a fucking hall. Well, yeah, into Throw a some hole. dirt on it, dirt bath. It's sad though that they're not playing nice with you know with the COVID stuff because you know Trump is uh, <laughs> Trump's just letting people die, and look. Here's He's throwing his hair, hands up like, if you didn't want me, then I'm really not going to do anything now. Here's he the thing. It was everybody's like, you can't lock the country down. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, here's the deal. If everybody would just wear a mask, mm. if everybody just wore a mask, this would go away in a year. It's not new information. They've been saying that forever. But when left to their own devices, you look at North and South Dakota, where the governors there said, you know, it's Republican, firmly red, you know, had the big rally with Trump over yep. at the uh, Mount Rushmore. Now, we don't believe this is personal responsibility, wear one or don't wear one, and they clearly made the choice not to wear them. You saw it all of his rallies, clearly making the choice, a vast majority, not wearing them. And and so... North Dakota just made a mask mandate. The governor look did. Look at that, you know. He but just made course, a, a statewide mask mandate. Months and months too late because their yeah. numbers are through the roof. And guess what? North Dakota has so few medical facilities able to actually take intensive care mm-hmm. of COVID patients. They're actually transferring their patients out of the state to nearby states. And there's going to come a time where overflow. the hospitals are so full everywhere that they're not going to be able to transfer anybody anywhere. People are just going to be dying at home. Which is Horrible what happened, deaths, by the way. Which is what happened during the Spanish flu. I think yeah. I told you my great great-grandfather died during the Spanish flu. And uh, my great-grandmother used to tell the story, at least to my mom and, and her siblings, that her father worked in a factory in Cleveland. And he got sick, and they just thought, you know, yeah, it could be just as sick, and they're hoping it's not the pandemic of their day, Yeah, uh, the Spanish flu. And when they took him to the hospital, they're like, you know, there's nothing we can do for him, and there's no room. Take him home, make him comfortable. So they sent the guy with the Spanish flu home with his family. 
that seemed unwise. Uh, and he died in his house, yep. surrounded by his loved ones, exposing them to more Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. What happened? And you know, my my great grandmother told a story for years. You know, she. And it's funny, given the, the age of, you know, she would have died like at either 95 or 105, depending on which piece of ID you got, because apparently she liked to be younger or older <laughs> at <laughs> depending, different times. Yeah. Depending on the day. You know, so, but um, but she said, you know, if it wasn't for a nice Jewish family, <laughs> uh, they would never have made it because they were all Germans, and they uh, they gave the, a job to her mother to come clean the house. And then for extra money, uh, her mother did all the laundry. And then my uh, great-grandma and uh, her siblings would iron all the clothes, press all the clothes. Wow. With the old iron, you had sure. to heat up on the stove and stuff like that. Yeah. And then her mother would haul back all the laundry back to the rich Jewish family's house and hang it all up for them. So, there you go. And that's you how they do? went by. And then as soon as all the kids were old enough to work, I mean, you know. I'm not sure what the child labor laws were back then. Like Richard Mark said, when you're trying to make a living, ain't no such thing as pride. Not at all, man. It's time to do Johnny Hustle. That's it. Cleaning toilets, whatever you got to do. So that's essentially what they did. But that, to me, is is like that happened. The the great-grandfather got taken out because – there was no room in the inn at the hospital. There was – and there was nothing really they could do for me It's to the point now where – We have better therapeutics. I agree. Yeah. You can get them to people. But here's the We're problem. We're not to Walter Reed. We're not fucking, we don't have, not everybody has access to Regeneron. You know, mm-hmm. no one, you know, these experimental uh, treatments that um, certain politicians get, you know, when they get it. But they, weren't they against the, the, oh, geez, the development of some of these drugs because it involved uh, fetal. Yes, stem cells. Stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. But that was okay. It's I okay guess. if it, it's okay if it saves his dumb ass. Right. Okay. Never mind. I don't know why I even bring that up anymore as far as like the uh, the hypocrisy. The religi- is yeah, so the religious underpinnings of the current administration. Yeah. This uh, And that's the thing though. I and I want to make it clear. I, I, I I'm not I'm not Jesus a, takes on the pirates. Uh, I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a far left uh Antifa person. I, I think that that's just as bad as the far right. Um you know, we're you and I are more in the middle uh, on a lot of things. Right, I think it. But jeez, you know, in any other country, Mike, or any other time, you and I would probably be considered center right. Right, and we would be called probably conservatives. Probably in America at this well, time, some people look at us and think, "Yeah, we're fucking Antifa." I'm like, I, "Have you not Antifa? To anything I'm, I've said yeah. at all? I mean." How many times do we have to say back to blue that we support police officers, that we can both sit here, we don't have enough fingers and toes to count all the cops we'd know. I know. And that we care about and that we have a lot of respect for. But there have been some changes across the country, uh, and, I, and it has nothing to do with defund the police. Fucking most stupid hashtag ever. And I love the Cost fact that... Cost us some house seats because that stupid hashtag. Yeah, it did. And that one lady that barely won her seat came out and fired off hard. You know, and... I don't think AOC is the second coming of, you know, Hillary Clinton, Me although either. they are trying to make her the new whipping girl for the Republican Party. Oh, the big, the specter of Bernie and AOC and all the socialists coming to take your guns and make a gay Mary smoke out. Um, I don't think it's like that at all, but that's just how the doors close my okay. house, Mike. I need new windows. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound like an earthquake in here. Everything rattled. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I don't see that at all, but the the... The congressman, I wish I could remember her name, she came out and she goes, you know what, the reason we didn't take the Senate, the reason we lost seats in the House was defund the police. Every one of our guys who had to go on to the news into one of these contested elections had to have their face up on these reports with defund the police. 
scrolling yeah. top or bottom of the screen yep. over and over and over again. Nobody supports that. And she also said we need to stop calling things socialist. What we want to do is fully fund social programs. So let's tell people what it is and what they will get for that and yeah. what that looks like. And let's stop calling it socialist because she, she said socialism will never sell. Social Security? In the United States. Social Security. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Social Security. It's almost a socialist thing, isn't it's it? It's almost like a social policy. It is a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> oh, get that thought out of your head. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, Medicare. I mean, because what we should really do is let all of our old people just, you know, um, live on subsistence, go back to eating, like, uh, you know, dog food Jesus out Christ of a can. Like I remember my like grandmother, my mom's mom. <laughs> and no medical. My mom's mom lived on, I think it was $212 a month That's what she got. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it, it was... So, you know, she lived in a house that was paid for. She didn't have a car. She walked pretty much everywhere. No cable TV, no cell phone, no No cable TV, no cell phone. A little bit different, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't quite everything cost a nickel, but. Right, but she had her own garden that she took care of so she could feed herself. Hmm. And she used the Social Security money to pay the electricity and, and, um, you know, the gas bill to, because it it had an old uh, gas furnace to, you know, keep the place warm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but she had no money. She, I mean, she literally had no money, and and she just gonna live out your years as and it's, not it was quite very sad. It poverty. was really sad because she did not have anything um, other than what because my grandfather, her husband, died in '76 when I was six years old. Mm. So she she lived, you know, until you know a few years ago, five six years ago, and and um, yeah, it was longer than that, but. Um, she um, she was uh, ninety when she passed, mm-hmm. but you know, it, 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 I have to think that if she would have had, if she didn't have to worry about money every day, mm-hmm. what kind of difference that would have made in her life? Just quality of life, not having that stress, that specter mm-hmm. of I'm this close away from not having any heat, right? This close away, not having any power. Yeah. She wouldn't turn the damn air conditioner on until it was 100 degrees in the house. <laughs> and even then, she turned it on for five minutes and then shut it off because she was like, I can't afford the power bill. You know, that might be a generational thing, too. I mean, seriously. I mean, because my, my grandmother used to always make sure she ran an apartment between two other apartments and on the ground floor so she would have her apartment insulated by all the other people. She said, yeah. Johnny. All the other people are going to run their AC and they'll keep my apartment cool. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what are you drilling little holes and vents into their apartments? <laughs> Grandma, their it doesn't own. really work that way. You can't, you can't uh, hack someone's uh, AC like you can their Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. And I go over there and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, you kind of, I don't know, open the house up a little bit. I said, you know, she goes, why, Jenny? I'm like, yeah, it smells a little bit in here, Grandma. She says, did you make fish? She goes, oh, that was last Tuesday. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> somebody you take the garbage out or just checking? Uh, oh, seriously. Yeah, so that was, uh, it's a generational thing. My dad used to tell us all the time when we were kids, you know, hey, don't anybody touch that thermostat. Because, you know, today people have electronic ones you can put a lock on. And for a while they had, like, the little plastic covers you can put a lock mm-hmm. on. My dad didn't believe in any of that. He said, any of you kids touch this thermostat, I'll break your fucking hand for you. Yeah. Don't you touch? Do you pay the electric bill? Do you knock out right around here? No, you do not. Don't touch the thermostat. So, you know, and we we were like, yeah, we, you probably do that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Got you covered. So what we would do is we'd get home from school, you know, especially when I was, like, on half-day schedules, and I'd crank that air down and watch cartoons and 
do whatever, you know, in the nice cool. And then, you know, probably a couple hours before dad got home from work. Kick that, that AC back, back up. up. Yep. yep. And maybe open a couple of doors, let some warm air back in. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, it was like when dad was like, we had like a half an acre lot. And dad would never, I'm not spending money to put on a sprinkler system. We got a sprinkler. So my job was to move the damn sprinkler yep. all across the Me yard. Too. And to get to different areas. And some days I just wanted to go play soccer in the street or pick up game of football. Or my buddies have basketball hoops. I don't want to move that damn sprinkler every so many minutes, right? He's like, well, just set a timer on the stove. And like every 20 minutes, you go move it again. Yeah, that's a great way to spend a day, Dad, you know, when you're 9 yeah. or 11. So a few times I would just take the hose out and spray the whole grass down right before I got home from work. And then one day my dad reached down there and put his hand in there and he goes, this doesn't seem very wet to me. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Dad went Sherlock Holmes on me. Goddamn, we had a, um, we lived in Oklahoma City when I was like, what, 10, 9, 10, 11. We used to have to cut the grass. Um, but we had a fucking electric lawnmower. So you had to. Electric. An electric lawnmower. So you had to. You had the cord back then. You, you had, had the little cord. Battery pack. Yeah, you had now. the cord. You had the fucking, <laughs> you had the 100 foot extension cord. And you had, so you had to push the lawnmower. And this front yard was on a side hill. So you're at an angle, you're pushing, and then you have to get down there, turn the lawnmower around. Flip the extension cord over yes. so it's not in the path. Because my dad, um, Olay. My, my stepdad told me when I was a kid, he's like, if you run over that, it'll kill you. <laughs> what he meant was is that if you cut the cord on the extension cord, I'm going to kill you. Right, but, right. But, he's, but, he, but to make me feel better, he's like, the electricity will kill you. But <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. We were constantly threatened as children with death. We were, or dis- dude. Or dismemberment. It or, was, uh, or, yeah, or, it was the way we grew up. <laughs> well, yeah, well, because they, they were like, listen, I, I can will ask whip them, your ass, boy. I can ask them three, four, ten times real nicely and get the same result, which is not what I want, or I can threaten to kill you. And guess what? Your ass will get up and do it right the first time. Yeah. Isn't it funny how that works? I don't think anything really changes to be honest. I think I'm still shell shocked. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely feel the influence of. Uh, of my parents and some very early interactions with police officers definitely mm-hmm. had an influence on my life because, you know, it's so funny because I could tell kids or I could tell their parents, I'm like, you know, you can let them get away with whatever you want in the house, but this is a public space. It's a public school. The expectations for your behavior and your performance are higher. Yeah. And they're going to have to step up. It's not for me just to tolerate your child's misbehavior. I will correct it. Well, I don't want you to do that. Well, then I guess it's a good thing I didn't ask you. This is not a conversation. But eventually, you're out there, and you're going to run into a police officer, and guess who doesn't give a fuck about your feelings if you're in the process of breaking the law? What, are you going to hem and haw and say, that was not my intent? I didn't mean to do that? They don't care. Turn around, put your hands behind your back. You know, (laughs) I don't know how how you convey that to modern parents. Like, you're not doing them a favor by not being harder on them when they're kids. I mean, some kids are easy. You never have to do that with them. But I was not. You know... I don't know. I think corporal punishment is um, unnecessary. But, you know, there are some kids that don't need a timeout. They need a knockout. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, and here's the thing is I can remember getting spanked just a very few times when I was very young. But then when Dad reached for his belt, hey, are we going to have this conversation? No, sir. Because no, I knew not. he meant it. Yeah, I knew he meant it. So, and to be honest with you, um, same thing with my kids, both Don and Maddie. I bet they got a couple of spankings when they were younger. It was only for something really serious, like you know, 
And a, one of them shot out in the parking lot and about got run over by a car. And, and guess what? It scares you so bad that your reaction your is. Yeah, yeah, I spanked him right in the parking lot. Yeah. Don't you ever. And, it, you know, you go Italian style. It's like every time you say a word, you swat them. Don't yeah. you yeah. ever do yeah. that again. Yeah, yeah whatever. Like, so. Say what you got to say, then beat me. Hurry <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. Uh, but so I get it. But, you know, so obviously, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm never espousing, you know, child abuse. You shouldn't just sit there and beat the kids. The belt shouldn't be the first and only option. You know, obviously, you want to have a conversation. There's other things they want. To me, parents have way more options now. Like, they have the phone and they practically go into withdrawal symptoms, and I take I take it away from. Yeah, they like, do because it, it, they're addicted to it. Oh, 100 percent. Just like you and I are addicted to them. They have to have it in their hand all the time. So I have like a see-through shoe holder mm-hmm. up on the wall, up yeah. by where I'm at. And, uh, you know, my magic numbers, I got to tell you, do something. Uh, my magic number is one time. So I told everybody to put their phones away. And then I repeated myself. And I rang the bell because we're going to begin a lesson now. And yet you thought you'd be cute and, and keep yours down in your lap. You know how, how often somebody just stares and smiles at their lap? Yeah. I mean, what do you got going on down there, kid? Yeah, exactly. So I said, you can put your cell phone what up you on, on, testosterone? on the pouch. <laughs> <laughs> That's another conversation. We can roll around right <laughs> to that. But... But then they will sit there. <laughs> they will sit there and stare at that phone. And God forbid that somebody should text them. Probably mom, because mommies tend to text kids during the school day all the fucking time these days. I'm like, cut the fucking umbilical cord. Christ sakes, they'll be fine without constant communication. Just write them a smiley face note on their fucking lunchable and send them on their way. I don't know what you're doing. So, but that little light will flash on the phone, like they just got a message yep. like, "Oh, Mr. Brown, can I check my phone?" No, you may not. So yeah, you, you can see. check it. Tonight when you get home. <laughs> yeah, at 3.31, yep. you may check. It's all yours. So that that is a tough one. But I'm like, if you chat that phone, they will really behave themselves. It's just like, you know, when they start to drive, they really want to use the car. Mm-hmm. Hey, having those keys, you suddenly have a hook. They get a lot nicer when they're 16. I've said that before. Um, you know, they have different screens. They like to play their video games. A lot of them have great gaming, com- uh, gaming computers or they have the uh, PlayStation or the Xbox. It pull the power cord. Well, speaking Take of it to work speaking of uh, games, um, so Thursday I pre-ordered and pre-downloaded Call of Duty Cold War, mm. and um, and then Friday evening and most of the day yesterday spent playing video games. Wow, did that take you back, Mike? I to carefree days it, where we had less responsibility. Every than? year when Call of Duty comes out, the new one comes out, I buy it and I spend a couple days playing it. Fair enough. And then I won't touch it again until the new one comes out next year. That's funny. <laughs> spent 60 bucks on a game. You're not going to go looking for Vinny Valdez and team up with him? I don't do online. online. I play the campaigns. Okay. I do the campaigns. I don't play online because I don't want to deal with those people. I, um, I can't play online for anything. I mean, I'm just not good enough in any of the sports games anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, you immediately get mocked. Like, are you new at this? Maybe you should practice more before you come I fucking did. F- Shut I, the fuck up. I play the uh, F1 game, but I, 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 do, I do the career mode, um, the Formula 1. I do the career mode, not online because I don't – first of all, to me, I mean, it's probably just my age. I it just to me, it's creepy to be online with a bunch of other people that you don't know who are probably children, and you know, people are. Uh, it's competitive, and you know, competitive juices flow, and and people are yelling at each other and saying bad things, and this and, that. and I just don't. It's like South Park. You have a bunch of third graders with foul mouths. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just don't. You know, I have no desire. I have no desire to do that. So I don't do it. I've never done it. But the game itself is fucking cool. It's fun. Yeah. 
Graphics are fantastic. I mean, I just feel like they're so spoiled. It's like you're watching today. a movie. You are, but you're in the movie. It's fantastic. This one has Ronald Reagan in it, bro. And it's fucking spooky how good it is. That Oh, dude, that's awesome. You know, that seems to be like... And Gorbachev. Really? Yeah. See, I might have to play that game. I was watching that show, Red Oaks, and I think I told you the one scene they're like, I'm going to put shish kebabs on the grill for 4th of July, and the guy's like, no, no, we need burgers and hot dogs, American shit, stuff that Reagan would eat. Yeah. And I laughed out loud because I'm like, it's set in 85, Yeah. Reagan's president. So yeah. when they make references towards... Shit that Reagan would eat, yeah. It, it's, they're talking about Reagan and Bush. It, it's, it's, so it's kind of funny. That Interesting. At least they got all the little stuff right on that. Speaking of F1, I did watch the race this morning. Hamilton won his uh, seventh world title, tied uh, Michael Schumacher. Who, um, is it every Sunday morning? So are they behind? It's not every like, Sunday morning. It's, it's it's every Saturday race. It's, or is it's it a later typically Sunday every race? couple. It's tip. It, they do it. So this morning it was started live at four a.m. But I didn't get up. And I didn't get up until six, and I just watched mm-hmm. it from you know because I DVR sleeping in for you, Mike. Yeah, usually they were four fifteen. Yeah, but so I deep, I watched it and it was rainy, Tr- track was wet, it was a hard race, but you know Hamilton uh, Hamilton came back from he, he I think his pole position was I want to say he's ninth, but he, he worked his way up all the way to one and um, and then you had uh, Vettel um, um, got on um, podium, so that was good. Um, and then Racing Point got um, a podium too. They got um, third place, which which is amazing for them. They never get there. Perez actually podiumed. Um, so it was a good race. It was fun. You know, I did that, and then I had to fix the landscaping leak again this morning. Had oh, another one. Get out of here! You're not digging that thing up. Again. I did again this morning. Yep. All right. Yep. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna actually, send you to the Mon landscaping. They're gonna. Fix I'm actually it gonna pull it all. I'm gonna pull it all out. Frank. In a couple weeks, I'm gonna pull it all out and just replace the whole damn line. I think you have to. How many times are you did that up, dude? Dude, that's the fourth time. This is like your pet cemetery. And it keeps, keeps like moving a little bit. The, 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 the <laughs> break in the pipe will move only like I fix it one place and then four inches down the pipe it break again. <laughs> so I pulled pavers and dug and fixed it and patched it together so much. Now it's just a bunch of fucking um, couplers. Oh <laughs> you know? Just one so yeah, it's time to pull that out. Obviously, you know, it's, it's worn out or whatever. You got a bad piece. You can have that happen with Well, they built too. it with the cheapest-ass tubing they could find, it's and then they bury thin. it in, in the ground with all these rocks and shit on it, and as the ground compacts... Right, and people all these are walking rocks, on it. Yeah, all these rocks eventually just crack the pipe, this this cheap PVC pipe. Yes. So, it sucks, but I got that done. And well, then, and the same thing with like, the drip lines. Like, I was, you know, when I was a kid, they'd run PVC around. You'd have little bubblers pop up mm-hmm. where you needed a drip line and a drip... Well, dude, it's just that thick black plastic shit, and they just run that. And I'm like, how many summers does that last in Arizona when it's 115 in the shade? And not not very long. Just these rocks. <laughs> yeah, not very long at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess from a landscape perspective, that's just built-in work, right? In a few years, but replace your. Well, it is. Lines. I had to have. Um, I had about 75 percent of the line replaced last year in the front yard, mm. um, which cost me like 500 bucks to have done. Um, so. But I'll do this one myself. I'm just gonna dig it all out, fucking do it. Then I'll then I'll have the pavers professionally put back in because um, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But with crap. that being said, it's done now. For now, until what's it done leaks is again, done. Until it leaks again. What's so. done is done. Yeah. Home improvement, dude. It's a it's a never ending process. I did get your pictures. So you got the garage floor got finished, garage, dude. Uh, the garage. So I epoxied the garage floor. We talked about that. Repainted everything. 
I had Gorilla racks installed in the in the ceiling, so oh, I you got to get the racks in too. The racks are in, so I got everything loaded up there. Um, I sold the one rack that was in my garage, the big rack, mm-hmm. and I've got another one in the other garage that someone's coming to get this afternoon. It's crazy because, like you said with the picture, and I, you know, I was looking at it, and I'm like, that is so bright, it's beautiful, and shiny. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a movie where the light comes down from heaven. <laughs> it's like garage, Mike's garage door. The, oh, yeah, it, angels it, sang. It actually everything is clean and it's. Um, you know, it's a showroom. I, it is, and that's what I wanted. Yeah, it looks great. That's what I wanted. So I'm going to do some LED lighting in there, um, some some good LED lighting, um, and then um, I've got the cabinets, uh, the cabinets, the stand-up cabinets, the wall cabinets, the whole kit, you know, and with the uh, bench and everything's going to go against the back wall underneath where the oh, for a little gorilla area. lights are. Yeah, and then I'll do some LED lighting and uh, underneath there some strips and stuff like that. It's going to. I wanted a showroom garage. Yeah, right on. Well, I mean, obviously, your truck is a bit of a monster truck, and and, uh, and and I don't believe that can fit in your garage. No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. You know, it's so weird. I mean, I have to say, um, a lot of these new houses, they advertise because the, the garages are higher. Yeah. And I, at first, that didn't make a connection in my head. Why would that be necessary? Are you parking an RV in there or something like that? No, it's today's trucks. I mean, you mm-hmm. drive them off a lot with the... The lifts on them, yep. and they don't fit in your they standard garage. None yeah. of them would fit in my garage at all. So, so my Jeep um, and has, this is a newer home, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, what's yeah, it sucks, man. Truck. My um, how do you? My Jeep had uh, so I had a what a three and a half inch lift on the Jeep with thirty five inch tires, and it fit, but barely. But my truck is uh, just under seven foot tall, so there's no way it'll fit in. No, so but, unless I let all the air out of the tires. <laughs> and just rolling on rims, basically. Well, no. If I roll in uh, with deflated tires, mm-hmm. I can get in, and then I can air them up. If I was going to say, if I was going to store the truck for extended, oh, so it's of time. just getting it through the garage, just door getting it through the garage door. Because I, once I get in there, I can raise it up. Well, you know, you could deflate the tires, then just drive up here to Discount Tire Company by my house and join the line of a hundred people every day getting their free. I have a, I, I have did a CO2 tweakers, tank in the back. Did the tweakers steal every bronze novel off the air hoses in a Phoenix? Because discounts right. been going nuts for weeks, bro. I mean, I, what is going on? And then people can't figure out how to get in and out of there. So I feel like I'm running the gauntlet. Like the Black Dragon's going to just smash through Priuses and shit like that just yeah. to get into my house. Because it's right across the street from street, my house. Yeah. I can't get down my street. What the fuck happened next door? Oh, yeah. I posted pictures on I Facebook. I saw it. What the? I was sitting at the kitchen counter, and all I hear is, Boom! I mean, it was just like, and the, and the house rattled. Worse than just Manny closing the door over on the side. But, uh... And I'm like, oh, that that can't be good. And then I peek over the fence right here behind this Vikers tree <laughs> over here, and you can see it, a big, big ass dude, hole in the wall. He, yeah, it was not just like he punched like, a, and a few blocks fell out. Like he took out an entire section of block wall. Like it all went shooting into the backyard, crushed the whole front. Somebody's bitching Camaro is a little less bitching today, and I was like, oh, that's fucked. Was up. that guy drunk? Uh, well, that was my post. You know, beware the dangers of. Uh, they drink drinking and driving, fam. You know, <laughs> my nephew texts me immediately, fam. Uh, fam. <laughs> what? What? Uh, so I'm sure cops showed up and all that stuff. You know, what's funny is I did not see the police show up. I didn't sit there on the side of the house and stare at everybody. Oh, I you know, would have. Obviously, some other people showed up. And I had to say, whoever uh, the driver was and like probably friends seemed like a younger guy late 20s maybe 30 at the oldest um 
They actually, some friends of his actually went and got um, plywood. Yeah, so they could cover the hole. And covered the hole. And, um, you know, and kind of cleaned up the area a little bit. And uh, fairly quick, the tow truck was there, which is why I was a little doubtful that the police responded. Um, but they pulled that thing right out of the hole and hooked it up and took it away. And, um, you know, I have to say, to their credit, too, um, one of the girls who was with that group came over to my house and said, hey, do you have any way to get a hold of your neighbors? I'm like, you know, I actually don't have their cell phones. They weren't there at all, And they weren't home at all. And uh, so they camped out long after the car was here. They were waiting for the neighbors to get home, you know. And I saw them. They left paperwork and everything on the front door and everything saying, hey, terribly sorry. And so I think they handled it as, as right as they could. But... I was like, who the fuck? Because how, how do you f- hit that angle? How, yeah, that's what I was wondering. How, did, how does There's that no street coming out of there, right? The only thing you could do is like, were you driving angry and you came out of um, that little, I don't even know what it is. It's, it's like a little tiny strip mall building. There's like four spaces next to a discount that kind of run north and south along Park Place. And there is the exit for that parking lot directly across from the, okay. did you just gun your bitching Camaro and not turn the wheel and just fly across the road into that wall? Or were you just getting on it when you came around a corner yeah. someplace? Because it sounded like I heard like somebody was just then, wheeling it and then bang, and it, it took out that whole block wall. That's, it, it's just stupid, dude. That's just a major fuck up. I would like to almost think that that's just funny. under the influence was involved. Because if you did that sober, you should not be allowed to drive. That should be all your points right there. I bet the neighbor is pissed. Well, I mean, now he's got, he could just put an RV gate or something over there. Yeah, he could. You know, that's already, you already got the tear down. <laughs> Thanks, Camaro. <laughs> now, speaking of neighbors, my guy behind me, he had that giant ficus that was kind of knocking over the fence, so he brought some guys out. And I was a little concerned because Tim comes up to the fence, you know. And he's like, hey, John, I'm going to have the guy come out and get this ficus and trim it way up. And he goes, you know, listen, my wife and I really love the trees. Maybe not all the, the seed pods that go in our pool, but, you know, your trees are great. We get a lot of shade, and we like seeing all the green when you look over the fence and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm glad to hear you say that because there's some dirty bitches I know. I take care of the yard and the leaves all the time. Yeah. And he goes, do you mind? I'm going to have the guys trim it up even with the fence. Uh, can they jump in your backyard or whatever? And I'm like, Tim, it's not a problem, you know. So he did it, and. You know, they trimmed them up a little higher than I would have preferred because now I don't have, like, my little leaf curtain that yeah. blocks me from seeing my neighbors. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'll tell you this, it looks it's a good. Tr- it's a tree. It'll grow back. That's the nice part about trees. So I thought about, you know, having those guys come out and do my ficus since it's a monster ficus. And uh, he said he was getting quotes anywhere from 1500 to 2000 just to come out and do that ficus and then trim those trees up like that. And so he found a guy at 800 bucks, wow. And I'm like, uh, that's unlicensed, unbonded and they fall off a ladder they're going to sue the shit out of you yeah. Tim that's what that is there you got somebody yeah. so don't take we'll the chance for 800 bucks yeah but they did a nice job and you could tell exactly how tall their ladders are because it runs up at a line with the fence yeah and then the ladder's not tall enough anymore and then that part of the tree goes back over yeah. you're up really high it does look good though yeah it does look good the grass looks great too um, here we are talking on a podcast talking about landscaping and shit again can you can you not though I mean we're men Jesus Christ you're what digging up your fucking, front what are we 100 think, well, stop Mike Jesus and I want to say the love, the weather's been lovely oh for we are sitting sakes. outside oh, for fuck's sakes <laughs> you look at the 10 day forecast Mike we'll be getting up to highs in the upper 70s okay. this week that's enough <laughs>
Hey, um, I got to say, before we get back to the uh, the Trump chimpanzees and the little fits they're showing and the transition and the pandemic and the recounts and all this other shit, I got to say, did you see that they got the Al-Qaeda number one guy? I did. In Tehran? Was that yesterday or the day before? I saw the report yesterday, but I, I believe it happened days before. Because they initially, the official report was he was a Lebanese scholar. But when they checked the background, there's never been a scholar by that name or professor. So it was like a made-up name. And okay. they actually believe that the Israelis hit him. Really? Tehran. Yep. Took him out. No and shit. they're refusing to comment. And uh, Tehran is like, you know... News agencies should not be used by those countries looking to do damage to the Iranian Republic or Caliphate or whatever the fuck it is. But that was... How do they get them motherfuckers in Iran? It's amazing because they just straight up shot him. He was on a motorcycle with his uh, 20-something-year-old daughter who was married to one of Obama, um, uh, Osama bin Laden's uh, sons, Hasma. Hamza, something like that. It's not the first son. It's like a second or third son. But she was married to him. And this guy, because the number one guy in Al-Qaeda has heart problems, they don't think he's going to be around, was going to be the successor. Uh-huh. And he's also, an, uh, they call him like an operational mastermind. It took his ass out. Dickhead. And yeah, that's a fucking, fucking that's a Robert Ludlum book or some shit like that. It is, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, you know, man, old school. Some Jason Bourne shit, man. <laughs> yeah, how do you go into Tehran, which is super hostile territory, and you take out the uh, Al Qaeda guy mm-hmm. on the streets of Tehran and just disappear and nobody gets you? And all they can do is make up stories about, mm, he's a Lebanese scholar. We don't know where it happened. Uh, Gee, that's crazy, man. Yeah. It was awesome, though. Good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with this. You know, and that that's the kind of thing like, well, I don't hey, write with it. you know, I don't have a problem. And, and I, I think what that is is uh, you still have branches of the government that are out there doing their job and working with allies to try to keep a lid on some of these cuckoos that are out there yeah. and keep the chaos uh, bottled up a little bit. So <laughs> that, that's a huge win because uh, uh, it's a big step down from that guy because he's responsible. Although... They said there was some poetic justice because, uh, oh, what was it? It's uh, It was on the exact date, the anniversary of the first um, terrorist bombing that he planned. Oh, really? Took him out, yep. Oh, well, there's a little I poetic like justice. I like it. Yeah, it's like if we were to find the big boys and kill them all on 9-11 every year. Just yeah. Just find some more. There you go, 9-11. Just kill them all again. Let's celebrate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Kill Em All again, I'm kind of hoping, uh, besides being a great Metallica album, um, they keep wanting to recount the ballots, and I have to say, yes, we should recount them. Recount recount them all. I just want to see them lose again. Yeah, absolutely. Count them five times. Sure. How many many times? How many times can he lose before he, did you see his hair the other day? Are we just going to ignore that? It went solid gray. They're just going to ignore that that happened. It went solid gray, bro. I'm like, ooh, man. Did you, uh, did you not have time to order up? I, I guess uh, Instacart to bring you the hair coloring. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you run out of Sudafed? What the fuck? <laughs> what happened? I mean, yeah, because he kind of looks like the uh, his geriatric heat miser from an old uh, car- Christmas cartoon. His his uh, if there would ever been like a uh, like a giant. You know how comedians, if you're on stage and you're bombing, they have a big hook that comes out and gets you and just drags you off stage? Oh, it's like the gong show. Well, word. with his fucking, with his 
press conference he did, they should have fucking hooked him off stage because he sounded like a madman. Mm-hmm. Like a delusional madman. Which I think we're actually finally seeing what's been going on the whole time. It's just more Well, obvious. I think more and more people are finally seeing it because it's this... You know, they uh, so many people Did ignored you see Fox it. Fox cut away from yeah. his press secretary. Because yes, they said we have a responsibility not to air things like that. Yeah, and I'm like, and then wow. he attacked Fox. And then he attacked Fox. He's like, Fox News is, is just they're just turning into CNN. Uh, they're terrible, fake news. Go watch OAN. Yeah, she. Dumbass. How can anybody listen to him talk and think he's know. a great leader? Well, and I thought it was kind of fucking fun idiot for me because I thought you know here are all the 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 uh, call forty five the true believers will go from Fox um, to OAN to, to OAN do it but there's actually another one that's even worse than OAN that just puts out nothing but pretty much conspiracy well, it's not news that's just like that. no you know what it was fucking forum it was never news it was kind of it's the news equivalent of the old um, oh geez those. Uh, Rags that people used to have next to the toilet, national inquirers. Yeah, it's exactly. entertainment purposes only. Yeah. it's not actual news. There are no lizard people coming up and running the government. Right. There's no children in Mayfair Always. boxes. I, I, There's I, no Pizza Gate. Did you see the asshole went into the pizza place? Yes, and shot people because yes. he really thought that was happening. He thought that was happening. Yes. That's just just sad. It's we just gotta get a, uh, we got it once. Once we so here's why I think Trump is really upset. The real reason he's upset. Because it was a landslide, 306 electoral. It was a landslide. Nope. Kelly Conway's husband actually retweeted her tweet from four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny. Where she called it a landslide because it was 306. He's like, oh, look at Biden, 306. Do we call it a landslide? Do we call it a landslide? <laughs> you know, no, I'll tell you why. Because he's, and here's why I think he's cleaning out the Justice Department mm. and the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to, he, there's going to be so many investigations. Once Biden gets in there and his team and they start digging up what he did, there's real chance he goes to jail. Real chance he goes to prison. There is. I mean, he... Besides he, New York, the New York prosecutors are already teed up. They're just waiting for his presidency to end. They're going to go full fucking ham on him no. for tax evasion. Right, and you know the original report, too, didn't exonerate him at all no and no matter what he says about the russian hoax uh Mueller basically said listen i can't recommend prosecuting because you can't prosecute a sitting president right and since then he's been very blunt in his statements the few that have been there is like yes he can be prosecuted for all of this there's yes. more than enough evidence taken court so he can try to pardon himself which may or may not hold up it won't stack in the you can't pardon court. yourself you can't you can't but go to a judge and say hey look i didn't do it and i'm gonna let myself off the hook right but even, uh, which would, you know, so he's got to be thinking, okay, great. So I'm, I have to step down and let Mike Pence pardon me, which would make it, either one's going to make him hard for him to come back in 2024 because I think he's going to be in jail by then. Yep, me too. Or dead from or all dead. the stress of all this going to cost well, him. Well, I think his kids will be in jail too. Well, you know, Ivanka and, and Jared Kushner are, are transitioning back to Manhattan. So two things have come up. One, they pulled their kids from the school that they go to because the school – for months now, had first the nurse and then the administrators reach out and say, hey, listen, you guys have close contact and exposure to all these people who are in the news. We can see you at, at your father's convention um, rallies not wearing a mask. So the rules are we're asking you and your children to quarantine for 14 days since you were present with that event, so you bring them back in. Of course, they didn't want to do that because that wouldn't look good politically, mm-hmm. that they, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so they kept 
having meetings, you know. Now, the administration said it's nothing about the other parents being concerned. I'm sure it had everything to do with the other parents being Probably, concerned. Yeah. And so uh, they pulled their kids out of that school. And so now they're moving back to Manhattan, and I believe they've tried to reach out and start setting up some engagements. No one wants the, nothing to do with them, bro. Nobody. Not with a poll. Nope. So, well, did you see the celebration in New York when Trump lost? So you yeah, come back to your hometown, yeah. and yeah. and people are like, "No, nope, fuck people you. partying because your old man's fu- uh, a fucking loser." Yeah, you guys better all move down to Florida and find someplace. No else shit. To be. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he is trying to uh, bury the bodies a little deeper. Yep. Uh, they want to be able to discredit anybody who might testify against them uh, down the, the road. The it's not going to help because even even if he does. Bite the bullet and let Pence pardon him. That will not excuse you from all the state charges, which New York State can still get you. Um, it could be state charges for all those sexual assaults and the rape that he has to give up genetic material for. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's still that investigation of the bank that gave him all that lending, since they were the only institution that would still lend him. And they're like, well, who was co-signing for those huge loans for the Trump, uh, Trump and, uh, empire? So that's still going to be investigated, and Europe can, will prosecute you mm-hmm. or your family members. And they had Eric testify. Now, if anything should scare Trump, it should be the fact that somebody got Eric to testify about something. Yeah. Because that guy is just about this side of retarded, and that's still debated. The other thing is Stephen Miller. I can't wait till that guy's head's on a post somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, he already looks like one of those little heads that was on a post in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, that's, what that's is what, that dude? I, I'm sorry, evil, but that guy is slimy little guy. He is, he is a God. He's a, he's a dirty little bastard, and he's a Nazi. But you know, did you see that down in Georgia with their protest with all the uh, Nazis uh, yeah. burning yeah. the swastikas? So that's what happens. You just made those fuckers bold that they can come out and do that and think that there's not going to be because really federal law enforcement, if not local law enforcement. Should be rounding those guys up as a hate group. Yeah, and 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 your freedom of speech does not include burning swastikas when you move through black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to do that shit. No, so, you're not. And that's just crazy. I did think it was interesting too with the transition team. How Biden? It did say that Trump was really upset by two things. The first one was that all of his allies have reached out to elect. So mm-hmm. the only thing he can do is hold up all of their uh, congratulatory stuff at the State Department so Biden can't read all the transmissions that have been sent to him from these different leaders. So, but they've been calling him personally mm-hmm. and making public announcements. Even his good buddy Boris Johnson, who is just as much of a jackass as Trump is over in Britain. Yeah, he um, reached out to Biden. Yeah, reached out to Biden. So the only three that we have is uh, Puta, uh, Puto. Z, Puta. and uh, I don't know, crazy eraser head guy in North Korea. Yeah. Uh, so... The transition, that, that pissed off Trump a lot. And then the other thing that uh, that Biden keeps moving forward with the transition team and naming people, like his chief of staff and stuff like that. So, you know, he, of course, sent out the, uh, had his uh, little Trumpite say, hey, anybody reaches out to the Trump, the Biden team before it's approved by uh, GSA, uh, you're fired. Anybody who looks for a different job right you're now, fired. as if we're not coming in for a second term, you're fired. You're fired. They're you not fired. coming. They're not they're coming fired. in for a second term. So th- they're, they're so fucking they're delusional. They're making up a budget as if they are coming in for a second term. What mindless so, work are they okay, having so, the budget and accounting so office? Do how do right they now? think this works? Do they think they can just change? You know, two hundred fifty years of democracy. I think they thought they might have had enough 
people in enough places to pull it off. Like you called it the coup d'etat earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but when uh, Karl Rove, you know, and no Democrat is a fan of Karl Rove, worked with Bush and the whole Florida thing and all that, came out and said, there's absolutely no way that you can win this battle in four different states with absolutely no evidence of any kind of widespread fraud. It, what's scary is and, that and he's Biden literally trying to take elected. it. He's literally trying to take. It is. And, it's a dictator move. And now they're trying to blame Democrats are stealing the election. Dead we didn't steal it. We went out and voted, motherfucker, just That's like right. you guys did. That's right. Record numbers voting on both sides. We just happen to be more. Think about that. Number one and two all-time vote mm-hmm. getters are number one, Biden. Yep. But number two, Trump. Yep. More yep. than anybody. and Which means to me that half the country Bush is actually, completely stupid. I agree, but it it's kind of an easy sell for certain parts of the country, especially if you insulate yourself yeah, man, and hey, only watch Hey, Fox man, that, that, that president, you know what? He's going to make sure I get the new spark plugs from my Ford. <laughs> he's going to make sure that he gonna make sure I can afford to put tires on my truck. No, he's not, <laughs> motherfucker. You know what he's going to do? He's going to take your fucking money and put it in one of his businesses, mm-hmm. and you're still going to be making the same goddamn fucking – $19 an hour for fucking the next 10 years, not being able to put any money in the bank or invest in anything because you you have a mortgage payment you can't fucking afford. You know what? And that is and I, my wife's at home taking care of the kids and cooking. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I, I can't. I can't, man. It's, I can't. It's so goddamn you asinine. You can't explain it. You can't. I, I can, oh, I can explain it. I just did. <laughs> I'm going to go vote. Then I'm going to go take the wheels off my new house. <laughs> There's your explanation. Yeah, it, that might be the explanation. And speaking of big wheels, my buddy uh, Jim Overby uh, flew up to uh, Colorado because he got a deal on an old S10. So he's like, hey, do you got a tire guy? And I'm like, I might have a tire guy. What are you looking for, Jim? And uh, <laughs> and uh, what? he's putting some outrageous tires on that S10. Like, uh, I'm kind of scrolling back through this right now. This is one of the ones where we might. Um, he, once he put oh, an S10, is. is it lifted? Uh, he says, I need some 32-inch mud trains for my S10. He's going to have to lift it. It is. I said, I actually did the research real quick, and I'm like, you're going to need a 5-inch lift on that. And then I sent him some pictures of what those will look like on S10. Jesus. That's pretty crazy, dude. I mean, That's is that some nuts. hillbilly shit? And he goes, I just ordered a six-inch lift for it is today. It, is it um, is it um, four-wheel drive? S10s didn't come in four-wheel drive. They, they were don't. just two-wheel drive. Yeah, it's a two-wheel drive. Yeah, this is going to be his. Let's get out there and tear it up a little bit. Vehicle. We're heading out to go shooting and whatever. So. But without four-wheel drive, or, or I mean, is he going to is he going to make it four-wheel drive? Or I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I'm at the text, Jim. And say, what are you? I don't know that S ten came in four drive. They might I'm have. Tell them, but listen, I don't know. listen to the podcast because Mike has some concerns. I, well, my only concern is that if you're going to put a six inch lift on a two wheel drive vehicle, it's going to it's it's expensive to do that. And and are you actually going to have enough power to turn them tires in dirt? You know, in a in a with a you know, what is it got a straight six or a four cylinder? What's it got in it? You know, uh, I would hope it had the six in it, but I think it wasn't standard the four cylinder. I the think S10 so, yeah. Because they're like, wasn't the S10 little tiny, before little, the Colorado? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. a little tiny pickup, thing. little tiny. Yeah, because Dom's um, Colorado, I bet it's only got like a four, which is great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my buddy Scotty, 
I mean, got himself a, a a new Dodge truck, but he's got the six point four liter. Um, nice. And oh. he's got uh, he went with it. gas instead of diesel. He yeah. wasn't willing to spend the extra, but he's pretty excited because it was it's going to pull the uh, toy hauler and the Ranger. Yeah. And him and his wife because uh, they're uh, pretty much empty nesters now. Both their mm-hmm. girls are uh, ones out of college and doing some uh, uh, post grad work, and the other one's like a sophomore in college. So. Uh, the girls aren't around anymore, so you see um, Scott and Shelly and their dog up at the lake all the time in their kayaks and stuff like nice. that. Nice. And they go up north all the time, and Scott's an avid camper and hiker. Awesome. I mean, I, half the, the camping trips my kids went on when they were little was because Scott Courier planned it and pulled it all off. And was it was nice enough to invite his knucklehead buddy John to get out in the woods. That's a nice. Bit. Yeah, and only one time did I fall asleep and he tied my shoelaces together while I was sleeping. So ah. you know that was kind of nice of Scott. Only, only like I said, only one. That's time. fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's a 2018 and it is a four by four. So I think. See, okay, so 2018 S10. No, no, no. Um, that's uh, Scott's. Uh, oh, the, Dodge oh, Ram. The Dodge Ram. Oh, that, Dodge that Dodge Ram is six point four. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Yeah. That's a nice truck. Four by four. Yeah, I told myself I didn't believe him because I'm like, dude, because I, I talk to my buddies all the time. My buddy John Malvin's been driving these little beat to shit, little tiny trucks around everywhere mm-hmm. for years and years and years. And he just doesn't want the payments. Yeah. And he uses it to run a, the the, uh, the DJ business on the side. He's a number one DJ is John Malvin since like 1985. He's wow. been doing gigs, right? And, you know, and I love John, but I'm like, dude, at some point, don't you make enough money at some point? Aren't you old enough to at least buy one new vehicle? Um, you know that sort of thing. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I just don't want the hassle. I don't want the payment." And I'm like, ah, "You know, you spend so much time just trying to wrench on your fucking trucks or hiring somebody else to do it. It's got to equal a car payment for you at this yeah. point." So Johnny was driving the little white dragon down the road, and somebody uh, blew out a tire. Oh my and it God. shot across two lanes and slammed into him. Fuck. And uh, I would be so fucking took the pissed. passenger side out. Well, John was like, the guy jumped out, checked on him, make sure he's okay, showed him, hey, the tire blew out, nothing I could do about it. The, the vehicle just took off on me, and you were right there at the wrong place, wrong time. And uh, and John was a good sport about it. He goes, obviously, the guy wasn't impaired. The guy wasn't driving like an mm-hmm. asshole. He just had a tire go out, you know, on the road and, and took him out. So fucking so scary, man. It was. And he said he was fine at the time, and the cop was asking him. He goes, so I guess some of this uh, paint was already pre-existing. He goes, no, this paint was uh, pristine before that kid hit me. That's right. <laughs> and they started laughing because there's paint peeling off that truck everywhere, right? So uh, the very next day, though, John wakes up, and he's like, dude, I couldn't move. He had to call Liberto, and they uh, actually got him in for some uh, anti-inflammatory shots. Oh, no shit. Yeah, because he's got, like, whiplash and some soft tissue shit going on in his back. So Johnny hasn't been able to play golf in, like, a month. So I had him call Vinny and said, you know, hey, talk to Vince and make sure your insurance company and the other guy's insurance company is going to do the right thing here by you. But I also told him, I said, dude, if you get any kind of settlement at all, it's time to buy a new truck. And maybe one with, like, airbags. Would be good for you, John, since you're in your 50s now? Yeah. Might want some new safety features instead of driving like the 1980s Nissans or something like that. I feel so fortunate right now that that I made it to 50. (laughs) I feel very fortunate. Dude, we had cars without seatbelts, a little less airbags. Yeah. I couldn't find them in my Chevelle. They weren't even in there. Somebody, I think, just cut them out. (laughs) You don't have a choice. Right. 
<laughs> You're just going to ride bareback on down on the road and see what happens. Oh, used to, yeah, when I was a kid, man, seatbelts was dad's arm. Yeah, put, put the arm out in front of you. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. I was. Uh, we used to lay on the damn back deck of the where the rear window was. Man, was like, ooh, it's warm back here. Yeah, well, my dad had that old Chevy Impala convertible. <laughs> yeah, and used to blast around. And I always thought it was like a ship brown car, but I think that was somebody else's car because I taught my mom about it, and she says, "Oh yeah, that's the car your father had when we got married. He loved that Impala." And it was a convertible, and it was gold with, like, little flecks in it and the paint mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah. and he loved that car. And that is the car he traded in for, like, a 1975 fucking AMC Matador. Jesus. I'm like, how do you do that? Well, here's what's cool. It was cool. like a minivan in 1975. It was, yeah. Family car. We bought, uh, so last week we bought Lisa a new car. Well, not new to us. So my uh, neighbor two doors down um, had, a, had, had, I have it now, he had a 2009 Mercedes SLK 300, uh, hard top convertible, blue, beautiful blue color, mm. um, literally with 60,000 miles on it. And Oh, wow. Uh, so, like, average so six grand a year. He, he, and then like, I think last year, he only put, the last couple of years, he only put two or 3,000 miles a year on it because wow. it was just a pleasure drive. Not a daily driver at all. No. So I we were help you know we it was the day that they they thought their dog got out so we were walking around the neighborhood whatever uh, trying to find the dog and I finally went back down to the house and they had found the dog underneath the couch um, they thought the dog got out so we spent two hours looking for a dog that was underneath the couch inside the house <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway oh my god he said awesome. hey if you know anybody who wants to buy this car let me know and I saw so and I looked at Lisa and Lisa's like eh, let's take a look at it so it was um, again great shape. No, nothing wrong with it. Paint's good. Wheels are good. Tires are good. He just had new brakes and stuff put on it. Put about $1,900 worth of brakes and things like that on it. Interior's great. So basically, I um, I said, yeah, I bought it. $11,000. Get out of here. Paid cash. Get out of here. And then... Um, wow, that's awesome. Took it to... A smoking uh, deal. Took it to my wash. Got it. Uh, I, 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 of course. I, I didn't get it, but I did it. I clay barred it. High speed polished it. Put a wax on it. Treated all the leather on the inside, cleaned the carpets real good. Not that it needed it, because um, it, it was pristine. Got it. Got yeah, but car, you for your wife. The car was fucking amazing. Well, she knew it wasn't a surprise, but the surpri- the surprise to me was is how um, well maintained it was. Well maintained it was. I mean, it's got look. It's got little things here and there, like a few you know things, but you know, it's an it's an eleven year old car and twelve year old right. car almost, and it's it, but it's really. And I drove it, um, and it's fucking fast, dude. That car's fast. Nice. No, it's not fast on the low end, like a like like a new car. But you can tell the top speed. Yeah, it's not jumping fly. up the line. But you know <laughs> right. how often you're going to roll up next to somebody and rev the engine these days, Mike? Yeah, never. So the only th- <laughs> the only thing. So I I ordered a. Uh, I'm getting ready to order a. Um, a new uh, stereo system for it with the kit so I can, with, you know, Apple CarPlay and all that so we can have navigation and everything in it. And then um, after that, it's, uh, you know, some uh, cool-ass black. I, I got my eyes on some fucking sweet-ass black rims for it, you know. Ooh. Yeah, really sweet. You know, it is always fun getting new socks like, and shoes on a vehicle. Yeah. I don't yeah. care who you are. When you get it, because, like, I told Scott when he got that uh, Dodge Ram, I'm like, Hey, I like the new white dragon over there, but it gonna need some new socks and shoes because all you got is those those uh, fucking stupid dealership yep. tires and rims. I just sent you a little uh, thing that I've been using a lot on Facebook now, 
because I, um, I'm having not just pandemic fatigue, I'm having Trumper fatigue. And I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. So that is just my standard response now when somebody gets stupid with me on Facebook. A note for Trump. A note for Trumpers. Hello, you're receiving this message because you posted in defense of Donald Trump. I know we're going to provide individual responses on this matter. It has been my experience that Trump supporters are unable to accept verifiable truths about him and themselves. Therefore, any discussion is both pointless and a waste of my time. I wish you luck in your battle against reality. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the, the idea that he's somehow going to overturn the election. You're getting Trump 2020. So, yeah, I just you, you, at some point you just get to the point where you have to stop arguing. And, you know, and I've been able to avoid a lot of it by just not even posting anything that would get their uh, – uh, attention, yeah. that sort of thing. But I almost feel like they're trying to provoke me into some kind of argument on Facebook now. You know, uh, just putting some stupid stuff out there. <laughs> Ray like, just posted this. There's a term for guys like Trump. Evidently not two, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ray's pretty funny. I love that guy. So, um, Damn, man. That Camaro. Oh, geez, I don't know why you got that other one. Oh, yeah. uh, that other picture that was off of something else. But yeah, I uh, was like, why is John send me a picture of directions on how to use a humidifier? <laughs> I got one out for Maddie because you know uh, humidity's been really low, dude, like eighteen percent or lower lately. And so the other night she got like a nosebleed. I'm like, Maddie, we got a humidifier. I'll hook that up in your room. And then uh, I wanted to order like a new uh, filter thing for it. So, because yeah. uh, I have old man eyes, I can't read the small print mics. So I take pictures so I can make it bigger with my phone. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You have the largest font on your phone that Every, you can possibly have. Yeah, you can read my text messages from like six feet away. So across we can the, socially the distance street. and I, I have can bad share eyes it. and I can see that shit from across the street. <laughs> hey, I have new glasses, so with my glasses I can see just fine. But my thing is always... What if I don't have my glasses on and something comes in? I need to see it, you so my font needs to be there's big. There's nothing you're you're gonna see that's that that. There's no text message you're gonna get. You you need to see that bad. I you know I, I don't know. I'm still single, Mike. You don't know that. Oh please. At this point, at these this point, my text Whatever. messages come up like as one letter at a time, and I have to kind of put them together as words as I scroll. Yeah, I you hate know? I hate when I ha- when I get here on Sunday mornings to do the podcast and I I see the walk of shame from some poor girl leaving your house. And stop, Mike. Stop. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that I'm on like, the show. I'm like, she's thick. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mike's just making stuff up now. I'm not Don't making anything up. I'm yes, like, you are. Damn, Stop John, it. you could have let her brush her teeth first. Oh, my God. The house. This is so not true. Okay, she Mike. leaves the house. You got to. You're the worst wingman ever. Smoking, smoking right a Paul Mall. <laughs> <laughs> Varicose veins hanging out of the leg. <laughs> so let me see if she's heavy. And a septuagenarian. I always tell him, like, hey, hey, put some lotion on them elbows. God damn. <laughs> Poor Murano. And she was, and Mike's like, hey, I'm Mike. She goes, I'm Marge. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name's Marge. My friend says she quit smoking. Can I have some gum, Mike? <laughs> you may not have any of my gum, Marge. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Puts a finger over a hole in her neck. Yay. <laughs> smoking through the hole in her neck. Oh, my God. No, no, not at all. No. Thank, thank you, Mike. That That's good. I'm glad you put that out there into the universe. That's great. You've cursed me. Uh, I didn't curse you, man. I'm, you know, I, 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 of course, I made all that up, but it's still fun. It was very fun for still you. Fun. fun to watch. Fun to watch. Uh-huh. Coach Jess. So, <laughs> so we did have some good news. You know, Pfizer came out of the vaccine 90% effective, yeah. which, you know, to put that in the context, obviously, with something that's, uh, 
that deadly as you, as you want as close to 100% as possible. Uh, are there some concerns about it because it has to be kept in cold storage? And, and it's a two-shot vaccine. It's a two-shot one. So, yeah. And there are other people coming up behind with some alternative ones. And that's great. But you I mean think from this Operation looks, Tard Speed? Tard Speed? Oh, my God. I can't believe you just pulled that out. Yeah, the Warp Jeez. Speed, which cracked me up because the president was trying to do a victory lap, which... You know, hey, if he ever did anything good, I wouldn't mind a victory lap. Um, but it was funny because they, they tried to take uh, credit for Pfizer's vaccine. Yes, they did. And then Pfizer came out and said, we're not part of Warp Speed. We accepted no federal monies. That's right. And the only thing we did is agreed to sell them 100 million doses. That's it. Now that works. And so then now, now Trump is pissed because he's like, they could have made this announcement before the election. Would it help me? Yeah. Now, uh, also, and then he says, to help you. Well, Cuomo, Cuomo, New York, man, they're they're not going to get the vaccine, you know, until they, uh, you know, stop trying to prosecute me for tax evasion. They're not going to get it. Yeah. What is that? And then Cuomo is just like, you know, I would like to see Cuomo just punch him in the fucking face. Hard. Oh, he would, too. A bunch he of times. Beat yeah. that I think Cheeto's ass. Andrew Cuomo would wreck. He would Donnie. wreck him. Would and wreck I would pay him. money to see it. I would too. Now <clears> put <throat> that on and I'll pay you the fifty nine ninety nine right now. Fuck yeah. Sixty four ninety nine. You know what? Just go whatever, I'll pay the money. Yep. I'll charge it. But um yeah, it was funny because Cuomo had said before, listen, when Trump administration was trying to pull all the uh the stops out for the vaccine. Which part of it I understand because you want it as quickly as possible. But their motivation was less to save lives and more to save their own asses yep. in the election. Um, and Cuomo was like, listen, I would be very hard-pressed to distribute something that wasn't properly developed to the residents of New York because then that's on me yep. if you're going to do that. And so, you know, Trump wants to bring this up and say, well, I guess we just don't send it to New York. He's such a dumbass. Whatever, such dude, a dumbass. It's not about blue states and red states. No. Nope. It's all Americans well, no, it's, in it's, every it's, state. It is to Trump because that's what Trump does, though. He he divides so he can try to conquer it. But the problem is, is that it failed this time, and now he has nothing left but that. And it's he's a sad, sad man. And his family is sad, and his wife is going to leave him as soon as he's out of the office. Hundred percent. She's going to dump his ass. She's taking her cut from that prenup before yep. everybody else gets their hooks. Into yep. Him. You know yep. it. She's Absolutely. First in line. She's she's first in line. She's not going to stand by. And shit. and you know what? People are people are going to jump. The rats are going to leave the ship. They're going to leave the ship because it's sinking. It's sinking quick. Well, they're all going to turn on when they realize it's better for them to cut deals and turn on them. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was sad that the transition team, because they can't meet with all these different organizations that are part of the government so they can hit the ground running. And right. they can't get the funds and they can't use their office space. Not, I mean, most of them are working remotely anyway, so the office space is less of a issue today than it would have been. Yeah, uh, in another time period. But Biden has actually reached out to former. Trump administration people like General Mattis is working with Biden because they said, one, we don't believe that his current people are going to be very forthcoming or helpful in the transition. No, they'll all have to go. So uh, Yes, they'll have to go. But generally, even though you know you have to go, you have things prepared and you hand it off to Mm -hmm. who's coming in. It's more of a national security issue than it is anything else. I mean, we're we're literally talking about... Because Trump doesn't That's really the number read one briefings. Concern. He doesn't read the, the security he briefings. He can't fucking read, dude. Well, because he, like he can't absorb the information because he's... like a picture book. Yeah, it, it well, Yes, this is a picture <laughs> of missiles. This is a map of Yugoslavia. 
We put the missiles in the map. He's so, he, he, it's so, he, he reads for no comprehension at all. Well, he's never had to. Well, he, he can't absorb anything because he's already so self-absorbed. Right. He, it's like a sponge. He's, he's like, sucked up I all don't believe it. I don't believe himself. it. It's not true. It's not true. Putin's a good man. Kim Jong-un's a good man. It's just a Russian. It's a yeah. hoax. It's so, all hoax. Just the Democrats good trying to do this. Yeah. I, just, I applaud oh, him. Yeah. Of course you applaud him because you want to be a dictator like them. But guess what? Not in this country, motherfucker. That it's shit ain't going to work. Not and if you happening. think you're going to steal Closer our country from us, we will. We will fight you. But it also shows you, though, too, that with the highest... Hey, it ain't just fucking Republicans that have guns, bro. I'm just telling you. <laughs> that is true, man. That is true. I mean, that is very, very true. Um, anyway, and he's just as ridiculous as his whole idea of the Space Force. You know, uh, I'm like, oh, my God, so we have space cadets? No, he had the uh, the number one space cadet still sitting in there on the thing. But, yeah, it is fun to watch the family all be sad, and I hope they rope them all up because I'm just ready for that to happen. You know, I, I, I want him out of here. And I don't know what it's going to take to put the state through his, stake through his heart because he still seems to have, uh, even Mitt Romney said, called him the 900-pound gorilla in the yeah. room. Could have called him the orangutan because he is orange. Um, right. But right he's still Clyde. wielding way too much influence because he could just rally his base to go after Republicans to speak against him. However, I have to say I was really impressed because there are a few Republican senators that won election this cycle. So they're in for six years. So even if Trump were to run in 2024, Trump can't do anything to them until, you know, the midterms of the administration or whoever's in office after this next four-year term. So they're the ones that are coming out saying, hey, you need to start putting Biden on the briefings. You need to release federal monies for the transition team. Whoever the president is needs to hit the ground running. And obviously, you know, most of them are coming to the same conclusion that the rest of the world has come to and that we've come to. Yeah. There's no way. You, what if you did win one of them? What if you won Wisconsin or Georgia or Pennsylvania? It wouldn't matter. It's not right. 70. Yeah. You have to have multiple wins. You're not getting it. It's never going to happen. There's no, there's no miracle. There's no Hail Mary for Trump at the end of this. I think what he's just being a dick on the way out. I think what he didn't expect was the, the minorities to show up. And I'll tell you what, Stacey Abrams in Georgia, Ooh. Beto O'Rourke in Texas, they fucking killed it. And or the Navajo Nation in Arizona. Yep, the Navajo Nation in Arizona. Like, what was that? Like 90% of them out of the 78,000 voters, 9 out of 10 voted for Biden. Biden, yeah. Which was like three times the margin of victory. COVID wrecked their economy but i mean it wrecked them well then he went to court to stop the census because the tribe had gotten an extension on the census because it's a it's a spread out reservation yep not widespread communications and cell phone towers there's no money in putting cell phone towers on the navajo reservation so you they're having and then obviously with covid wrecking them Mm-hmm. You don't have large get-togethers. You can't tell everybody to come into town to fill out your census. So they're going out to these different places to get. And so they had been giving extra time to finish the census. And Trump took them to court and said, no, stop. So right. <clears throat> they're going to be – we're going to be underfunded because they've undercounted yep. the Navajo Nation. And the tribe just went, so you're not going to count all of us? We don't count now on your census? For like the next 10 fucking years, you're mm-hmm. going to underreport the Navajo Nation. Obviously, they rolled out the vote, motherfucker. They and did. Nine out of ten of them voted for uh, Biden. Yep. 
and there's 78,000 voters on that reservation so do, do the math pretty easy to figure out man pretty easy you know since the difference was only what 11,000 votes across the whole state they didn't fucking like think they did votes. not think that they did not think that the, they were going to show up and they showed up they did a lot of people showed up and look what happens when everybody votes people right good things happen good things happen we need more of that yeah it's hard to steal an election when we're we're uh, busy counting the votes. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I I have, I've been pleasantly surprised by some of the Republicans, like that governor of Maryland. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. He's just bluntly honest, and he's a good second in command for the uh, to Cuomo for the the Association of Governors. Uh, but some of the ones that are just their own people, uh, Mike DeWise in Ohio mm-hmm. has been incredibly honest during the whole pandemic you know, yep. as a Republican governor. Um, and then, uh, like, the Secretary of State, the Republican Secretary of State, uh, was it from Arizona or was it from Georgia? One of them said, came out and said, <clears throat> clearly, if the Democrats were looking to steal the election, uh, they did a horrible job because a lot of Republicans won on the state ballots right so which votes are we recounting right and which fraud are we looking at so should we throw out all the republicans well let's stop the the stop the count in pennsylvania (laughs) but keep counting in arizona fucking such a fucking dumbass and yet people are putting their flags back on their trucks and rallying like they had a big rally up on cave creek and the carefree highway and uh the i-17 my buddy troy drove by it and they've all got their side-by-sides out there and holding their signs and yelling I had some guys trying to throw like a little rally at Cave Creek Golf Course. Yeah, you said you were telling the me that they tried to they tried to start a fight with you guys, huh? It was really weird. I, it was hard to take it seriously because I'm like, all right, the youngest guy might have been about my age, mid fifties, and yeah. then everybody looked like five to ten years older than that. So we've been just basically beating down a bunch of old guys. Okay, I think I'm pretty sure. But were they just accosting people as they came off the golf course? They they were all had their tailgates down. And they had their coolers out, and obviously they played around, and they were drinking. And as we came around the corner, they all started hooting and hollering. And I just thought they were fucking with us, like, hey, cheering us to come off the golf course. So I started doing my parade wave. Mm-hmm. And then the dude yelling at me, you know, I voted for Trump. I don't give a fuck. Who knows I voted for Trump? And I'm like, well, good for you, bro, you know. Uh, and they're right next to my truck. So... I hop out, and uh, my buddy Jim is calling back to a couple of the guys going, hey, before you start yelling shit at me, better check out the stickers in the back of my vehicle because it's that one right next to you, sport. And Jim's got the uh, I Support the Blue, mm-hmm. and he's also got a Second Amendment sticker on there because Jim not only has his own arsenal, but, you know, he's licensed to construct things as well. Sure. And stuff like that. So, um, you know, but they kept hooting and hollering, just saying stupid shit like they were looking for a fight, you know, and they were just going to assume that we voted for Biden. So, um, you know, it is funny. There was a part of me that wanted to do what I'm pretty sure my buddy Mike would have done. It's just like, all right, bring it the fuck on. Get off that tailgate, old man. You know, bring it. Yeah. Let me tell me all about who you voted for. Yeah. And uh, Let's talk I don't, about it was just fucking sad. I'm like, talk about denial and just some old guys getting themselves all riled up. But, I mean, I guess that that's all you watch on the news is how everything's being stolen from you. Yeah. And your country's going to hell. And here comes Black Lives Matter to uh, terrorize your neighborhood. Then right behind them will come Nancy Pelosi and a little red wagon to come take all your guns. Yeah, and right. The next thing, they're going to bring all the weed. And then all of you all are going to have to get gay married and smoke out. And yeah. That's how America's <laughs> going. We're going to make you marry your best friends, son. Man, that's right. That's right. So, <laughs> 
Boy, you got some pretty lips. And uh, you're gonna smoke this joint and blow your best friend. Okay, <laughs> I want you, you. This is what we're gonna. This the liberals are trying to make me gay. They're trying to make me gay. They're trying to make me get high. I don't like to get high. I don't like to get gay. But they're trying to make me. They're trying to make me. But Paul, I guess we're getting gay. I guess we're getting gay, Paul. <laughs> it's like it's like when uh, the guy does Borat. Paul, I'll sit on the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the guy does Borat. Uh, Went to the uh, wrestling match in the South and started <laughs> yeah. making out with the wrestlers. Yeah. The and they all lost their mind and started yelling shit at them in the rings. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Hey, we don't do love? that in public, man. Hey, man. Hey, we man. We don't do that in Alabama at all. Yeah. <laughs> Except where we're inside our, our, our tra- trailer. Maybe in the shed. In the shed. We go in this tool shed. <laughs> in my do we do it? With the tires we on do top. It. We do it. We have the decency to do that shit in the dark. It's in the down low. Got yeah. be in the trailer with those tires on top. In case you know your trailer gets blowed over. It ain't gay if nobody sees it. the tires on top and just keep rolling. Hopefully it lands right side up. I, dude, and hopefully Paul don't out. land on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. All right, it let's was, wrap this shit up. It, yeah, it's good to be back, Mike. Uh, you know, yeah, good, good to be back. So, All right. Thank done. you for the listeners for hanging in there waiting for that episode. See you, bye. Bye.